future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. I'm honestly curious about the entire like interaction that it's, happens at those things. It's weird. That is my least like, favorite part of having this process. Like, is like, it? Uh, does everybody just talk to each other? Or? Sometimes it depends. Really, it depends. Uh, if you're, if I'm lucky, I don't have to talk to anybody. So it's like something out of a sitcom. It is, and then plus everyone's. They're also speak. It's totally like that episode of Seinfeld. Where Elaine, Elaine, yeah, where everybody's every- talking about you. Exactly, because you have no idea what's going. They on. They probably are talking. Oh, about totally. You. Yeah, I mean, it's something you should really think about. I, I think about it constantly as I'm sitting there listening, not understanding. I wonder what they're saying about you. Yeah. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have a lot to talk about today, but I want to remind everybody, you can go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Audible link right there at the top of the page and uh, or bottom of the page. You're scrolling on your mobile device. Oh. And uh, what was that? I don't know, on your mobile device. <laughs> oh. Oh. You're like going Ed McMahon over there. I am. <laughs> I'm your um, your Hank over here. Hank? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, now. Hey, now. Um, go there, click on the Audible link, and sign up and get a free trial for two free audiobooks. It's a great way to, uh, you know, if you're on your commute and you're not listening to Fun Employment Radio, why not listen to an, an audiobook? What audiobook are you listening to right now, Greg? Um, the one I am listening to right now is still The Institute. I'm almost done with it. Oh, almost done with it. It's one we talked sad? about yesterday. Yes. Um, yeah, actually, it's a pretty good book. But that, I when you it's not to... really a penultimate moment, so I don't really know what's going to. Things are changing, and gotcha. I'm not quite sure where it's going to go. All right. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's good. I am also I'm listening to The Dead Zone. Yep. I am also listening to a Stephen King book, but it's read by James Franco. And this part just happened. It is so so. This uh, I was looking back to see when he had recorded this. So this um, this new audiobook has, was recorded. This new version of it was recorded in 2017. Okay. So this was after um, his uh, the Disaster Artist came out. Right. That James Franco starred in where he plays the character of Tommy Wiseau mm-hmm. um, from The Room. If you don't know that, I, clearly you know it. You're listening to our show. Uh, so there's a character in this book in the dead zone where it's a Russian doctor. And I just burst out laughing in my car because James Franco is totally doing Tommy Wiseau as this Russian doctor. That's the voice that he's doing? It's it's the voice that he's doing. <laughs> oh, hi. It's, it's so distracting. He's like, well, if you'd like to do that, Johnny, I don't know. Like – it's the exact Tommy Wiseau voice. I'm trying to like focus on the story while trying not to find it funny that it sounds like Tommy <laughs> Wiseau is the Russian doctor helping this guy come out of his coma. It was a. It's just very funny. That's sometimes hard to disassociate if you know who the person is. Oh yeah. You know because very you're just picturing specific. Them. It's a very specific voice because he yeah. nailed the Tommy Wiseau voice. Yeah. And so it's, it's pretty very, good. Yeah, and it's very close to it. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So just, now I see this Russian doctor as Tommy Wiseau performing it, and then it just made me laugh. Does Tommy Wiseau read any audiobooks? I wouldn't think so. <laughs> what are you <laughs> implying, Sarah? <laughs> well, anyway, um, you can go check out that book. So if you sign up and get your free trial, you can get The Dead Zone. We're definitely back on a Stephen King kick. Uh, but that uh, It's the fall. It's men- it's, it's like fall? it's horror time. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's time for like a nice, long, like scary story. Okay. Uh, that's what I think. I like listening to them in the fall. Huh. Well, what do you listen to than other than other type? Oh yeah, Sue your Grafton, uh, Sue Grafton novels. Yeah. I always forget. Um, anyway, go to funemploymentradio.com. I'm on Q next, by the way. Oh my god, I've Q almost is gone through the entire. I actually the, don't know. 
let's see. What would what would Q be as far as something where Q is for questions? Q is questions. For, Q is for um, quiet murder. No, it's got to be something else, something better than that. You know what it's for? What? Quarry. Q is for a quarry. It's a what? quarry. I've got a quarry. It's, it's a that's bit not, of a that quarry. doesn't fall in line with everything else. Okay. Well, that's, I'm in a quarry. Yes. Oh, no. It's about a, a body discovered in a quarry. Okay. That's a stretch. Boy, towards the end, she was really pushing it. She was not, that, do not disrespect Sue Grafton. I mean, I'm not disrespecting Sue Grafton. She was an amazing human and an excellent writer and quarry. created one of the. One of the greatest, uh, like, female detectives that has ever existed. Okay, now you're trying to put it into that, so just to turn I to am. Shame me for it. I am. All right, well, anyway. She's a very layered character, Kenzie Milhoff. He was for Corey. All right, uh, anyway, go to FunnelMoneyRadio.com. We figured that part out. Um, let's talk about, though, what you had going on yesterday, yes. Sarah. Because I want to walk through this experience. It's really what, op- it, what really happens in there, because it's something that I'm not entirely familiar with. Like, I did have, have it happen once. I had it done to me. Yeah. But I was paid for it. We'll just leave that there. <laughs> so what So what did you do yesterday? So this is something that I like to do because of the end result. Kind of like traveling. Like I hate flying, but I love being places. Uh-huh. This is one of those things where like it's a, it's a process that I go through because I like, uh, you know, where it ends up. So yesterday I went and got. You hate journeys. Yeah, it's not so much the journey for me as it is the destination. Yeah, you really, you really, the journey is not the fun part of of anything for you. Sometimes it is. I'm saying, like, yeah, uh, being on a plane that is not fun for me, <laughs> and sitting for an hour having people speak about me in different languages while having my nails done is another one. That is maybe not <laughs> my favorite. The struggles of Sarah's life. The struggles. Uh, all right. Well, let's talk about this. So, so this I'm is something you do quite a, a bit. Strug- <laughs> I'm not saying it's a struggle, but it's just not something that I find particularly relaxing or pleasant. But it's then why do you go do it? You do it all because the time. I like, because I have to. Because nails are part of your body and they grow. You have to? Well, then they look good. I mean, and that's fine that you want to. I know that's like your thing. It's become your thing over like the last couple of years. It has. Yeah. It's something that, you know, because I kind of dress like a garbage person sometimes. But if your nails look good, like at least for me, it feels like I'm a, that, that's my like little bit put together. Okay. Well, I mean, then you have that. Uh, but what uh, – so, so you go in – how, like how often do you go do this? Uh, like every three to four weeks. Every three to four weeks. So yeah. That's pretty frequent. Okay. It's not that frequent. Like fancy people get them done like every other week. How long does it take to do that? It takes about an hour. Wow. When you sit there, yeah. That's but a it, long it time. it is a beautiful art form. Like the man I've been going to for years, like, you know, he paints them on. It's like acrylic. So like oh. it's basically a powder that he dips in. So he dips like a paintbrush into this liquid, then ducks it into this thing of powder and then kind of shapes a nail out of it. Then it hardens into clear plastic. And then he um, has like a shaving down tool, like a sander kind of thing. And it sands it to make it into a nail shape. Weird. Yeah, it's it's cool. He, like, Just makes, like some glop that they put on there. And... Yeah, they're like little hand sculptures. Okay. All Which right. it's very it's very interesting to see. Like it's it's uncomfortable sometimes because like the sanding and like the it, it just is kind of you know creepy feeling. It's being noted in the live chat at funemploymentradio.com. If you're a member of the Sporters Club, you can go back and take a look at that at any time. Tony said Sarah now has sales nails. I do have sales nails. You are you are in real estate. Fingers now. crossed they're, they're sales nails. Sales nails. Okay, so yes. so you have your sales nails. But but what goes on while you're in there? You're in there for an hour. That is a long time. So I am. So I've to been go going there that. for a long time. And, and so do you talk to people? Do you talk to the person who's who's doing your nails? Yeah, so I've known them. Do you have a conversation? For, yeah. We don't really have a conversation. Um 
he doesn't speak English very well. Like, I mean, he speaks fine enough. Okay. Like, to where, like, we can't have, like, a full-on conversation. Sure. We can okay. have, like, stilted conversation. We All right. kind of understand each other. That's fine. Um, yeah, that's right. And he's not really a talker. He's, like, the one man, and there's, like, seven women that work there, including his wife and, like, okay. different family members. And then they're always all sitting there and talking, but it's this low, low. It's not loud. Mm-hmm. It's this very like. And then you'll hear they're good somebody at quiet talking, and you'll hear somebody across the room respond, and they'll be like, and so they're quiet talking back and forth. Wait, back and forth across the room. Across the room, they just have incredible hearing. Yes, and there's music playing. Oh, and there really isn't anything going on, but they're having a conversation because I'm sitting there in silence, like uh-huh. you know, because I don't want to be. Rude or talk on the phone. So Wait, you're not talking to them? You don't talk to anybody? No, because they don't talk to you. Oh, okay. Like I've tried oh. to before. Yeah. But what about the other customers? So usually it depends uh, on the customer. A lot of times people don't want to talk, but then you'll get like the every once in a while, like like an eccentric old lady who will uh-huh. be like, oh, hi, dear. What's your name? Like, And that was <laughs> one of those. And that was what she said like yesterday. Okay. I did meet an eccentric, an eccentric old British woman okay. yesterday who was sitting next to me. Because I'm not used to Oh, hello, like, dearie. Yeah, no, she was like, oh, hello. But she had like a, a gruffer kind of, like a Kathleen Turner kind of voice. Oh, okay. A little hello. bit. Hello. It was. It was like that, but British. Okay. And so she's like, oh, hello, dear. Oh, that's a, what, oh, that's, that's a beautiful color. Okay. I think, oh, that actually sounded like her. Oh, that's a beautiful color. I think that looks very nice on you, dear. I'm like, oh, thank you. Okay. Very much. And she was getting her nails done. In case there aren't a lot of gruff-voiced older British women in the Portland metro area, I'm not going to say what color she painted her nails. But it was like a <laughs> you really, Yeah, that's how you're protecting it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so, so she's like, oh, what do you think of my color? I'm like, oh, that looks very nice. So we're sitting um, – yeah, I don't really have a lot of, like, talking usually. So it's like – it was kind of awkward, but – nothing. Oh, um, yeah. So we're sitting there. And she's like making conversations. I'm like, all right. Well, she's talking, and there's no place to go. And I don't like. It's fine. I don't mind. So yeah. I'm just saying, talking. Uh, at one point, a Christmas carol came on. Is it Christmas music time already? I don't think so. So, I was, okay. so we were talking about Christmas music for a little while because it was like some Muzak station. So you're just sitting there chilling out and having conversations just with this, with this little older British lady. This okay. older British lady. All right. Yeah. Super nice. Mm-hmm. And um. So then it's time for her to have her nails done. But she also um, – she's like, oh, you know what I'd really like is a hand massage. If one of you would give me. You're very breathy with your British It voice. was very breathy. Like it was – okay. So I'm sitting there and I'm right next to her, you know, with like hands out doing the nail thing. Yeah. And – so the woman comes out and she brings out, you know, this lotion, you know, to like rub because they'll do like a – after you get like a manicure, like sometimes you can pay to have like a hand and like forearm massage. So they'll get out like a lot of lotion and just like, you know, do the rubbing and everything. That feels awkward. I feel awkward getting massages in front of other people. I feel like that's just an uncomfortable thing. Like having somebody rub down your arm. Not that I've had it that often. But your like, arms though? Well, is that what you're talking about? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, why would that, that would make be it awkward. seem like a full body one you wouldn't want to That would be weird. I don't know. I'd feel weird if somebody's like just rubbing down my arms. Well, it did make me feel weird, let me tell you, because I'm not going to be like, I don't want to be crass, but it was. <laughs> what? I, she enjoyed her arm rub a lot. Whoa. <laughs> what do you like, mean? How do I word this? 
Oh, you have to. It was disturbing. <laughs> I was. It was. So wait. The, so so she got her nails done, and then somebody comes out and they give her. They're giving her like a forearm rub down or something. Forearm or like, and like hand with like all the lotion. You hear like this. Yeah. So it's like she's covered it's in a lotion. Slappy. It's all stop saying slappy. <laughs> no, it's all like slurpy. Like it was all. Like, Ew. Just, yeah. Just gross. Like, just. Yeah. A lot of fluid. But that wasn't the worst sounds. It was just her. Like she was just like oh. Oh my God, that feels so good! Oh, oh! <laughs> I'm sitting there, and the guy who's doing my nails and I like, we kind of look at each other, and then I'm like, "Holy shit, what is happening?" <laughs> so we're just like sitting there, and the thing, the arm massage goes on for like ten minutes, of which there is not a moment of silence. Or she's what? Like, she's just sitting there. Oh God. Like how? How did she sound? Yeah, it was a Vicky says. Yeah, it was a. So I'll have what she's having, kind of thing. It was like Kathleen Turner, <laughs> British, enjoying herself. Oh, gross, man! It was lots of grunting and oh, it was. I was just sitting there, and you're right next point. to her. I am literally right next to her. I am two, <laughs> maybe a foot and a half, two feet away from her. She's sitting, like, right here. I'm right here. She's right there. I'm pulling the chair next to me. So, yeah, about a foot and a half. Just right there. Just going to town. And the woman who's massaging her arms is, like, looking around, doing it, and, like, it Oh, that's just, just so awkward and uncomfortable. So, just you explaining this is so uncomfortable. It was so awkward. Wow. I mean, it was just, I mean, because all I was thinking it was, like, oh, this is the worst. I mean, like, I'm definitely talking about this on the show, but yeah. this is the most uncomfortable thing. And it went on forever. See, that's Forever. not why I was worried about getting massaged in front of other other people. I'm not worried about that aspect of it. Are you sure? Because maybe that you that's are. something I would be doing. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> forearms! Uh, no, that's no. And I'm happy for her that it that it felt nice for her. She yes. was an older woman. Maybe you know it helped her arthritis or whatever. Sure. But I mean, but it the was, sounds were something. The else. sounds were a lot. <laughs> I understand. Like, I mean. That's that's. I just awkward. seemed like you could have maybe like reined in just a little, just bit. a little bit. Um, I mean, because every, every it was so loud. <sighs> it was like the, comically loud. Like it sounded like something out of like it would be out of like a television show. That's awkward. I mean, that, uh, the only thing I can think of like right off the bat that is not quite like that, but a little bit. When I worked um, a long time ago, when I worked for a pool liner company in. Like when I first started working for them, there were a few of us, and essentially it was customer service. So you were you were sitting in a cubicle. It was pretty small. There was like maybe four or five of us in this one little office. You could hear the other person behind you, yeah. whatever. Um, small office, but there's there's this one girl who worked there, and the way she laughed uh, really was a hit with some of our male customers that would call in. They really liked to talk to her. With the way she laughed? Because the way that she she laughed was this oh uh, like like Well you have to do it. I did the British lady oh, enjoying her forearms being rubbed. The way I mean it was like noticeable where everybody's just like until you just got used to it and I would just forget that that was how she Wait, laughed. Alright so I've never heard somebody do like a sexy laugh. I mean, I can't really mimic it. Yes, I do you not can. have the, you are an actor. the timbre to do it. Act. No, but I mean, it, this is what she would do. And this is how she would she would laugh at every joke that, you know, that the customers would have. She'd think, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> like that, like that kind of sound. 
That's what I'm talking about. And she was she would do that. She sounded like she was a porn star. And that's how she sounded. And and these these men that would call in, because we had customers all over the country, but mainly in the South. Well, that's where our big market was. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> I mean, I can't, re- I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but they there's, there's someone that's like, all right, Greg, can I talk to Jenny? <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, Greg. I, I, want to, I want to talk to Jenny. <laughs> like, yeah, all right. All right. Oh, hi. Hi. Like, <laughs> it was so weird. See, and I'm all for people. I want everyone so to feel good, to have your happy moments. But maybe I just don't need to be within two feet of you. No, it was just uncomfortable because it's like it was so – it was like comically porn sounding. Exactly. Because some things are just like extremely sensual and you're yeah. like – Like I could tell this woman was having an experience. Right. And I'm very happy for her and yeah. her experience. But I did not need to be right there. No, like, that's a little awkward. It was super awkward. I mean, and that's a little bit different. This, I think the person I worked with, I'm pretty sure she knew exactly what she of was doing. She, she was getting a lot of she's attention for that. She's a pool liner company. And yeah. she's like, all right, yeah. I can sell more pool liners than Greg with my right. laughter. Well, she was a big fan of Courage. But um, What was that you saying? Like, oh, I got one over on her. She <laughs> loved my band. That was a weird thing to blurt. <laughs> was that blurting? Yes. Oh, she loved Courage. <laughs> Uh, well, now, well, way to shoot that down. Anyway, um, okay, so uh, wait, what? So the the other the other time I was trying to think about this is um, when but you had uh, multiple. There, there was another scenario. Well, no, I was uh, what I've talked about before is the Taco Bell girl, the Taco Bell girl who who sounds like she's operating a a, a phone sex line. <laughs> Can you please do the impression of No, Brian? I've already done enough impressions and uh, no, I'm I'm good. I mean Why basically Why are you being weird? Well, so the one the one thing that she would uh this this Taco Bell girl does and she she's the same Taco Bell one that's near me and I swear, I mean it's it's also it's one of those things that's just so over, over the top that it's just like comical. And um Hi, welcome to Taco Bell. Hi. What can I? What would you like with your order? <laughs> like it's just, it's like I can't even do it. I can't even do it justice. Like I want to record it, but I, I can't. I can't just play this person's because she's like she's, she's there. It's not that I go there that often, but when I do Greg go Jones there, doesn't go there that often. But when I do go there, man, it is just, uh, it's just ridiculous how much. Um, Did you want some extra crispy churros? Mm, cheesy gordita crunch. I'm like, <laughs> why are you saying it that way? Why are you talking like that? It's just uncomfortable. It makes me uncomfortable. That's all. That's where I'm going with that. All right. Well, anyway, it sounds like you had quite the experience. It was, but I am also, I know that it's, yeah, a 30-year-old bit on Seinfeld, but seriously, it is something that I think about all the time still. Like, Because they are all talking, and I can't tell them, they'll laugh sometimes and look at me. I'm like, all I do is like tip really well and sit here quietly. Are you making fun of me? I can't tell if they're making fun of me or not. Mm. It makes me it, it, and then it like you know then I start to spiral. Well, this is like living a Seinfeld episode, so we're gonna have to figure out what it is that's being said about you. Well, I mean, I'm, I don't really want to, but Are I you think spazzy? That, no, I'm not spazzy. But I think that like because I get along well with everybody, I'm very nice, and um, even so much so like one of the girls who was working there who barely speaks any English, she's taking an ESL class, and so she was asking me to help her with her worksheet, which, goddamn, it was so confusing. Like because she was trying, you know, she's learning English as a second language. Oh, and um, and so she was asking me like for help on her, so as I was going through, like 
it, it was just, I, I was just floored at how confusing it actually was. I'm like, I speak English as a first language. Yeah. And half of these questions didn't even make sense. It was Wait, it was so you, didn't, you weren't able to help her out? I kind of helped her, but there were these really weird questions. Like, they almost seemed, like, purposely confusing. Like, one of them was... Well, like, if they're linguistic questions, yeah, they might be. Yeah. Uh, like, one of them was, like, families in the 70s used to be larger with four or more kids. Uh, 74% of them were married. Now there are more single parents and fewer kids. What does the author think about today's families? And then it would be like, four children or fewer, four or more. Families are smaller. Families are bigger, but with two parents. Like, it's just these confusing. Wasn't it just families are smaller? No, it was uh, some other, because it was like families are smaller, but have more children. Just like weird, like double, double meanings. And it was very confusing. Yeah, I'm confused. Well, I'm just saying that I was trying to help. I think that I'm a friend, not a foe. Okay. But I don't know what they're saying about me. <laughs> and I do think about it the whole time. I feel so so nervous. What are you being weird because I said that the girl who was laughing at your work was a fan of Courage? No. You got weird after that. Continue on. Oh, boy. Hey, it's a national holiday today, Greg. Do you know which one it is? What is it? It's called National Slap Your Annoying Coworker Day. Uh oh boy. National Slap Your Annoying Coworker I Day. I no way identify with that. It says your coworker who yaks nonstop, clips their nails. You don't do that at least. Well, at least in front no, of No, I don't clip my nails in And I can't space. clip mine because they're plastic. Yes, we know that. <laughs> um so normally you're supposed to just grin and bear it, but today is different because it's National Slap Your Annoying Coworker Day, which does not seem like a smart holiday. By any means. Who created this holiday? Where is this coming from? Uh, it says it's an annual event that takes place every October 23rd. So if somebody is bugging you, don't be shy. Take advantage and get fired. Okay. And most likely sued. Wednesday. Okay, it is. Yeah, it is today. All right. I just, I don't see, um, I want to know who exactly put that Yeah, forward. and I want to know who is uh, going to uh, to help you with any kind of financial problems you're going to have for, you know, assaulting your coworker. Somebody's going to do it, though. This is going to be like a radio station stunt or something like that. Oh, it totally is. Actually, I want to give a big thanks to Ron, uh, who was listening to a different show, and he was the one who heard it on there as a stunt. So he's oh, like, really? oh, by the way, just so you know, I'm not saying that you should slap Greg, but I'm just making you aware of the fact that it's mm. Slap Your Annoying Coworker Day. All right, so let's see. Um, so, all right, I'm looking at this. So there is a, uh, an actual article that says, How to Keep Your Job After Slap Your Annoying Coworker Day. Says you might see this on your news feeds, uh, but don't go around slapping colleagues. It might earn you dismissal, fine, or even land you in jail. The celebration listed by National Today um, is a manufactured holiday, so it doesn't have any. All legal of those protection. holidays are manufactured. Aren't all holidays? Well, no, but I mean, some of them are like. I mean, there's there's a holiday. There's like probably multiple holidays today. <clears throat> I think this is the one that most people are talking about. Yeah, well, I'm sure it is. All right, so what else goes along with it? Uh, it just, I think it's just basically the slapping and the annoying co- coworkers. I think mm. that's pretty much the, the basis of it. Did you know it's also a National Crocs Day? Oh, I know some people that would be very excited about that. Yeah, slap your annoying coworker day. All right, well, let's move forward. Out of Chicago... This story is just gross. A Chicago man with the alleged habit of 
Smearing feces on parked cars in the south side of Chicago. <laughs> a habit? I think that's more than a habit. Has been charged. This guy's name is Kihu. Uh, he's 46 years old, was arrested after police identified as the man wanted for using feces and food to deface vehicles and storefronts. So who uh, is charged with a felony count of criminal damage to property, nine counts of misdemeanor defacement, blah, blah, blah. So they started looking for a suspect. This has been happening in the south side of Chicago since June after multiple car owners were reporting poop smeared all over their vehicles. <laughs> Uh, who allegedly wore white gloves and carried around a brown paper bag full of poop, which he traveled with through the neighborhood in the early morning hours, smearing excrement on people's property, oh, God. houses, and storefronts, and cars. Uh, he mostly, although targeted, uh, parked cars, and but did repeatedly uh, keep smearing it on one storefront. Uh, they were able to catch him, though, and he has been released on his own recognizance with no explanation as to why he was carrying around a bag of poo and smearing it on everybody. And he has uh, been at home placed on electronic home monitoring. Who, like, has like, like, when do you get into that? Like, what are the stepping stones? What's the step that gets you to uh, yeah. carrying around a bag of poop and wearing white or, gloves and or, smearing it all over people's cars? Or, or has he been doing it the entire time? He just hasn't been caught. Maybe it's been <clears throat> a lifelong thing. He became more brazen. Like, well, you know what I'm going to do tonight? I'm going to fill this I mean, he has, like, bag partic- full of feces and I'm going to go like, outside. He has, like, special and- white... Poop smearing gloves. Go out and wipe it on cars. When you have an outfit for something, that means it's yeah. definitely part of your life at that yeah. point. Wow. All right. Uh, next up, out of Canada, a Canadian woman is facing charges after she got into a police car instead of what she thought was her getaway car. So this happened around 3 p.m. Last, uh, last Monday. Or excuse me. This Monday. Oh, my God, it's Wednesday. I thought to, I'm totally losing track of time. Uh, about 3 p.m. this past Monday, they were called to a retail store for a report of an adult female shoplifter. The suspect was described, uh, described as a female wearing a pink hijab and carrying a baby seat covered with a blanket. Now, this is the genius part. A detective in plain – well, not genius, but I mean evil genius. A detective in plain clothes responded to the area and set up outside uh, the vehicle uh, – outside of the store in his vehicle waiting for the suspect to exit. Upon leaving the store, the, su- the suspect walked directly to his unmarked police vehicle that she thought was the getaway car that her friend was going to be picking her up in, uh, mistaking it for the other vehicle. The detective uh, exited the vehicle, identified himself as a police officer, and arrested the suspect for theft of stolen property. This is not the first time that they've dealt with this female for shopping, uh, shoplifting using a similar disguise. Um, so I guess that she doesn't wear a hijab, but she actually has been, like, been putting pillowcases over her head to try to make it, like, hide things inside of it. And also carrying around an empty baby, like, carrier thing with a blanket over it so that way she can fill it full of shit. Oh. And then leave the store. But, you know, it looks like a sleeping baby. That's kind of smart. I mean, nobody wants to lift up the blanket on a sleeping uh, baby. Ma'am, I need to see your baby. Um, I just got him Show me sleep. your baby. I just got him down. I would really appreciate it if you could just let me leave the story. That's a really easy one because I know I wouldn't press it. I'd be like, all right, I don't want to get involved in this, whatever. The baby's sleeping. I don't want to be the guy who's like harassing a, a young mother with her child. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. Ooh. So she was loading it up with stuff. And so they've been trying to find her. So I guess she's been changing out. She's been wearing different things, using them as hijabs. Like the last time, it was a pink and white polka dot pillowcase that she was wearing on top of her head. Again, who's going to want to question? Yeah. Like, all right. Yeah, you know, I don't want to get involved. About that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like whatever. I want to be the person on. that's, yeah. yeah. 
Well, she was arrested after they did lift up the blanket and see that it had a whole bunch of stolen stuff inside of it, and she is scheduled to, be, uh, to appear in court in November to answer to her criminal charges. And finally, I do have a question. Greg, if you could, for free, if somebody paid for the ticket for you, would you willingly... Probably. <laughs> would you willingly go into a haunted house... That requires you to sign a 40-page waiver and pass a physical exam. A 40-page waiver? A 40-page waiver. It's supposed to be the scariest haunted house ever. Why? What do they do to you? What do they do to you in it? Um, well, let's find out. Well, first of all, I'm just asking you because you don't know what they do to you. Like, just say you don't know, but you have to sign a 40-page waiver. Well, yeah, but I mean, what is the... They're not going to murder you. What are the you? possibilities of what they could do to you? All right. So you won't answer? I'm a maybe. I mean, are they going to be punching me or something? I don't think they're going to be assaulting you. All right, so this is in Tennessee. This is a Tennessee haunted house that has been built as the scariest haunted house in the world. It's the scariest haunted house in the whole wide world. Requires visitors to sign a 40-page waiver, pass a physical, and undergo a background check, and no one has ever finished going through the attraction. What? Russ McCamey, owner of McCamey Manor in Summertown, Tennessee. All right. Well, actually, it says the price of admission is only a bag of dog food for his five dogs. And the prize for finishing the entire haunted house is $20,000. Oh. So, wait a minute. How do they get you not to finish? All right. All right I'm looking I'm just not right understanding where, where is this like, that people are so scared they quit? Because it's so scary. No. Like, that's why I want to know what the, what All are right. the limitations of so what they can do to you. So interested visitors must first complete... Are you waterboarded or something? Like, a sports physical, sign a 40-page waiver, pass a drug test, provide proof of medical insurance, and prove that they're at least 21 years old. I mean, I can do all of those things. The visitors much, uh, must then watch a two-hour video called And Then There Were None which features footage of every visitor from July 2017 and August 2019 quitting before the end of the experience. Well, so they just bore you? Visitors leave by uttering the code phrase. So if you're in there, the code phrase is, you really don't want to do this. You really don't want to do this. McKamey said the key to inspiring terror is a mind game that relies on hypnotism to have visitors tricked by their own minds. Own minds. He said each experience is a video recorded is video recorded to prove to visitors and authorities that nothing illegal has taken place. Is this video available? Can you watch it? I don't know. Just look for a video, and then there were none. It says when I use the hypnosis, I can put you in a kiddie pool with a couple inches of water and tell you there's a great white shark in there, and you're going to think there's a shark in there. And so when you have that kind of power over people and have them do and see things you want them to see, then they can leave here thinking that really happened. And they'll go to the authorities and say, oh, whatever. I come, they come back and look at the footage and say it, it actually wasn't that way. So I don't know if he's hypnotizing people. All right. I'm going to have to look some more into this because this is pretty – this is kind of fascinating for me now. So it's featured on Netflix, Haunter's Art of the Scare. Really? Yeah. There's a series called Haunter's Art of the Scare. Oh, and it's on an episode of Dark Tourist. Are there new Dark Tourist episodes? Ooh, I'll have to take a look Oh, at I that. do like that show. Yeah, that's a really good show. All right, well, let's call it. Right. And then there were none. So this is in Tennessee. If you live anywhere near Summertown, Tennessee, 
and want to do this, for the love of God, do it because I want to hear what it's about. Yeah, I do too. And now I'm going to watch every documentary about it. I'm going to do that as well. So there you go. There you have it. That, my friends, is your world of crazy. Crazy. Well, thank you, Sarah. Thank you for this. You're welcome. You're welcome. Informative world of crazy. Mm. Also, I want to inform everyone that tickets are on sale for the Fun Employment Radio 10-year anniversary party. Coming up on November 15th, you can get your tickets at funemploymentradio.com or... uh, or you can find our Facebook page. I mean, any of those places you can, but definitely go to funemploymentradio.com and pick up your tickets now. Yes, we are so excited right to see you all. Right now, $10. That's it. Buy your tickets. Buy your tickets. Don't regret it. Get your ticket. I mean, you will regret it if you don't get your ticket. Oh, yeah, you will. Yeah. Um, get your ticket to the Fun Employment Radio 10-year anniversary party. It's going to be fun. We have people coming in from all over the country. From other countries. From the world. From all over the world. It's going to be great. And there are still more surprises that we haven't even told everybody about. Oh, yet. yeah. I mean, we're not going to tell you everything. We can't say everything. Some of it you have to be there for. Well, you have to be there for all of it. But, I mean, we're not even going to tell all of the surprises until. I mean, I think one of the biggest surprises, it we're not even going to tell you. Probably not. No. 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 Actually, no. The, no, we're nah, not we going won't to. surprise. No, we won't tell that one. Yeah, that's going to be there's one some that other we'll ones never... That I mean, there'll might. be other ones, yeah, but there's there's one in particular. You'll have, you'll just have well, to be there. Well, it's a couple parts, but... Um, yeah, you'll there's one in particular you're there. just going to have to be there. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I know that, like, work's... And I'm sorry, this doesn't mean... We don't mean to be mean to you if you can't make it. I'm but sorry, it just is... It is what it is. It just is what it it's is. It's our 10-year anniversary this, party. Yeah, and we have some pretty crazy stuff planned. Oh, it's going to be great. Right, but thank you, everybody, for listening. Wherever you <laughs> listen, uh, share the show. Leave us a review. That's always a great way for other people to find the show. And uh, we love that you know, new people are, are finding all the time. It's always awesome. And thank you for, for joining us. Yes. And you can send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Uh, no live Geek in the City today, but we do have a special episode that is going to air at 6.30 p.m. And um, I actually spoke to Aaron Duran, and they interviewed let – let me get her name right – uh, on this episode, they interviewed Trisha Helfer, who was number six on Battlestar Galactica. What? Yeah. So that interview will air at 6.30 p.m. today on the Fun Employment Radio wow. Network, if you're a member of the Supporters Club. Awesome. Yeah, very cool. All right, and thank you so much, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Mm, Dug Bye. Bye. Bye.